I was like, well, I guess I'm every nigga, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever you say that, you only make us laugh. No. When I, I, think they, I think it makes the people laugh, too. Every nigga. <laughs> every nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, bro, it's the way, it's the delivery, right? So when I'd be like, ah, I'd be like, oh, what's going on? Da-da-da. They'd be like, where are you from? I'd be like, does it matter? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, yeah, because I'm every nigga. <laughs> But that's for another side challenge. So, Kingdom, Royalty, we back again at it. You know what it is. It's the Suburban Kingdom. I'm going to keep saying it. Why? Because I'm going to reinforce it on your heads. Up, I'm going to bang it upside your head. Boom, boom, boom. Um, like, bing. You know, bing. Bop. Bada boop, bop. No, I'm playing. Um, suburban Kingdom. We're back for another episode. And this episode is going to be geared towards um, self-love. Um you might have heard a couple podcasts about self-love, or I should say a couple episodes about self-love. But we're going to figure out a way to make it different um, as us being the suburban kingdom, um, just because that's what we do. Uh, So Eric brought this idea, and I said, let's talk about it. So self-love, right? Oftentimes you think about things that you do for yourself that, you know, feed into you, recharge yourself. But what about the what about the other avenue, you know, where you you have your shortcomings or you have your challenges? What about you when have, you fucking hate yourself, bro? Right. Or you could say it like Eric just said. It. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you fi- how do you fix that? Right. Or how do you, you improve the reasons why you hate yourself? Or are you just uncomfortable with it, right? So like. Uh, I feel cra- like some people are hard on themselves when they're alone and they look at themselves in the mirror. 100 percent. They hate some shit about yeah, themselves. Was, yeah, and it's I would. easy for that toxicity to just grow and eat at you. But you tuck that shit down. You don't let people see that. But you see that. So okay. I'm here to talk about yes. a solution for yes. yourself. Yes. That I, branches with self-love. Of course. Because, I mean, all it all ties in, right? Because if you know your weaknesses, whether you can make them a strength or whether you are aware of them and you know how to, you know, navigate that struggle, that is, self, is self-love because you're finding ways to improve upon yourself and keep yourself grounded. Because that's all self-love is. It's like, how do you still accept and keep your value and your self-esteem and all your worth all those good things right Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna be superficial because you know i mean why not um but while i was playing football like my biggest thing is that i'd be around a a swole motherfuckers and i was always the skinny ass dude so my body dysmorphia was kind of opposite of everybody else because it wasn't like i need to lose weight it was more like i need to gain weight right and then I was like, man. That's, that's still body dysmorphia? No, it is body dysmorphia. But, like, the way people look, the, my image of my body was different as opposed to everybody else right, because right, everybody right. was trying to lose weight. I'm like, no, nah, uh, give me that. Yeah, I see what you're So, saying. like, I tried everything, right? I was, I didn't do steroids, so I'll just put that out there. Not that I am opposed to it. Not at, back then, but, I mean, who cares? Uh, I don't play sports no more. But I would be eating, like, four or five times a day, like, easily 3,000 calories, right? I'd be working out like for hours. I didn't do two days because I didn't like two days. I'd be working out for hours. And then like at the end of the day, I was like, this shit is a lot just so I could be like everybody else. Right. But then I realized like, one, what's my body composition? I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm every nigga. No, I'm playing. (laughs) I'm black. Right. And then on top of that, it was the fact that like, why am I trying to be something that is not geared to like my just not geared for me, right? So that was like the the evolution of the self-love, right? That is very shallow and that's very controllable, right? Which is your weight. Um, and it's very like superficial. But I'm just giving an example. I could go into deeper details, but like 
that is the easiest one I could think of because people hate their bodies or they're like, I wish this could be better. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to give you the whole spiel of like it's acceptance and like this is how God made me. And you know what? Everybody wants my shape, you know, six one. Why are you scrunching your face, Gabby? What's on your mind? Six one, broad shoulders, slender waist, eight pack. You know, I'm I'm living the dream. <laughs> What's on your mind, Gabby? You- no, I just like, you know, in no way, shape or form am I trying to like you know like bash on religion because like that's not what i'm doing i grew up in a catholic household but like i always hated like the god made you this way like god's God's the reason for this god's the reason for this god this god this god this what happened to the separation of church and state man like god's got nothing to do with my body bro like that's that's a good question though gabby so then i think I, i think it's to an extent no, because I was. I, 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 I agree. Think, to an I think extent. it also just like, again, like it also like you know, if you grew up in a religious household and you are by the Bible and you think God is the reason why we are all here and God is the reason why the grass grows and why the logs are put right there and why that Ace well, Hardware dumpster is well, flipped over. God made you short. God made you that way. But I if think you're I'm getting sh- obese, all right, you can control that. There's different right. variables well, that God is not controlling. I also think I'm short because my family is short. Logis- you know, genetically speaking, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to be short. Hey, yeah. No, mom, I'm short because you married a short <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm short because my mom's short. Okay, my dad's there, so mom, wait, hold you know, on. Like, no, so, this, yeah. is a good, this is a good point. So then, Gabby, how do we explain people like body positivity, right? Like, So when does it border the line of like, cool, we get it. You were born into an obese family. You may have been slightly obese, but then whatever you wear, have took it, right? Which, damn, I cannot talk today. <laughs> Whichever way you took it, it was like, that's a decision you made. So why are you trying to force everybody to accept something when you put yourself in that spot? It's mm-hmm. all about self-awareness at that okay. point. Um, like what you were saying about earlier about body dysmorphia, I think, um, you know, I think... Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a tangent. I'm like, I'm gonna go for it. Back, yeah, right? yeah, but here yeah, we go. That's uh, what we do. In. That's so, what we do on this podcast. That's what we do. So I think you know, working out, perfect example, in and of itself, is almost rooted in body dysmorphia. But you need to have the self awareness to know, like, yeah, you know, I look this good. I've been working for the last three months, and mm-hmm. I look fit. I look fucking phenomenal. This is the best that I've looked in whatever. Yeah, but I want to look herself. better. Facts. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, yeah. But like, I mean, like, I'm speaking from experience. She said no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, at one point, yeah, I was like, damn, I look really, really good. Like, because I have the self-awareness to know, like, mm-hmm. I've worked this hard to get here. Yeah. But there's still that part of you that's like, but I could look like this. I could look like this, and I want to look like this. I could get a little bit more shredded. I could, you know, my butt could, like, perk up a little bit more. Mm. My biceps could be just a little bit bigger. My, You know, when I would do my chest workouts, my titties could be a little bit perkier. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of it is, again, like, rooted in body dysmorphia. But like I said, you have to be able to be aware of the fact that, like, you are working for this, and, like, results aren't going to come right away. So you just have to Mm. take each result with a, you know with a grain of salt like you take each day by day is just like you know anyways okay so then back to what i was saying about self awareness i'll branch off that though yeah. cuz my body dysmorphia i i hit the gym often yeah. and i am more fit than the average man yeah. you know i know this but my mind feels like i'm still scrawny as fuck and my mind you know tells me that I'm still a fat piece of shit. Right, yeah. but, but my body... <laughs> and dys- my... Oh my... Okay, go ahead. Right. But go my ahead. body dysmorphia, I kind of use it as a tool to push me. That's my pre-workout. My unsatisfaction is my motivation. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's like my, wild. Yeah. That's wild. So, like, 
I used to think about what you're saying, but I used to think about that as opposed to like, why do I always have all this energy, right? So like, for me, what you're saying is like, you use it as a catalyst. I do the same thing, right? I never wanted to be dictated or controlled by any substance in this life. That's kind of why what, like, I never was really in big into drugs. And I really never really did, I really didn't do things that would like get me up. Because I'm like, if you can't, muster up your enough energy for you to do something i feel like that was on you right like so i always looked at it like yo i i'm gonna get energy because whatever i'm doing i want to do it right like it's a choice exactly so then that that's then like circling back to what we were talking about like for Mm. somebody that like again like you know we're not fat shaming at all because you know your body is your body no but if you were born god made you that way if you are born into an obese family, yeah. sometimes genetically speaking, you might, you know, be predisposed to become a little bit bigger. And like, what, like it is what it is. Like, right. you know, that's just how life works. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm dark skinned. There's, right. There's people that, that. Yeah. For a long time, I was like, man, this, this skin, I, I was like, man, this shit can't be what it is. Now, nobody would have told me the years later that like, hey, this is the shit that's popping. You know, motherfuckers love a dark skin. Man, right. I said the same thing about my hair. Like, I hated my hair for a while, but exactly. apparently curly hair is the shit. There's right. some people out there that prefer bigger people. Yeah. Exactly. There are some people out exactly. there that prefer Everybody got different tastes. That's, and that's exactly. why I said... Exactly. So the form, like, it's, it's, it's good that we're talking about it because, like, a lot of times we try to justify our shortcomings, right? Like, we try to say, you need to accept this, you need to... But really, at the end of the day, who cares? Like, I respectfully, it's more or less about do you accept those, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because you always, the problem with. It's by your own taste. The problem with self-love, especially when you're looking at it from the standpoint of your flaws, right, is that you always seek validation outside, right? But nobody can validate that, right? And we used weight. We use, I use my energy or we use like our hair or our skin tone. But it could be as simple as like, hey. I'm not crazy, right? Like with mental illness, everybody wants to talk about like, I struggle with anxiety and depression, but that's always been a thing, right? But now it's the chemical imbalance because of all these things that we're getting exposure to. But even the fact that like people are doing more drugs at a younger age, bro, like half the time you're getting exposed to so much in this country, because I mean, we only live in America. I mean, I can't say this for a lot of people, but I was drinking, I was doing lean and I wasn't even a freshman in fucking high school. So we we are you saying that those influences affected your mindset? Of course. And Anytime you, you put something that shouldn't be in your body at that age, it's going to affect you, right? So you're saying you're saying abusing certain things like that can affect your self-image? Yes, but it can but the reason why I'm saying that is the things that you put into your body affects the chemistry of your body. Right. Does it not? Affects. Okay, so now I'm saying that when you're struggling to accept, hey, I really struggle that I'm bipolar, or I have heavy depression, or I'm anorexic. Or I'm maybe any- you should put down alcohol. Maybe you should put down the smoke. Maybe but, you should put down... But you're saying all those things because that's what people say, right? But instead of that, right, they'll use those to cope. And then on top of that, they'll look for outside validation. So it's a never-ending... It's a, ne- a never-ending negative loop yeah, of yeah, yeah. like things that cannot fulfill you, I right? Agree. Because it has to come internally. So what I I'm agree. trying to say is that, like, look... At the end of the day, look, shorty, and this is, I'm getting in my Philly bag because, you know, I went to Philly. Look, shorty, look, John. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, you needed to stay there longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, you, when you're doing things that don't really, that don't really agree with yourself, 
it's always going to be something that is going to be like combative and you're always going to go down the wrong rabbit hole, right? I mean, look at lactose intolerant people. They can't eat dairy. When you eat dairy, you shit. Gabby, why are you, why are you talking I'm, about my, why are you talking about me like this? Man? <laughs> right to my face. Well, I let's, let's, I I'm <laughs> let's, also, let's also talk about the Metaphor. people who doesn't have any vices like that. You know what I'm saying? What about the people that stay healthy and they still feel like they don't That's love a vice. themselves? That's a vice. So the reason why you, the reason why you're saying that though, we in this country will never call anything that is beneficial to you and good for you. We'll never call it a vice. We'll never say somebody who works out say four to five times a week does it regularly. Doesn't matter the year. The, the, doesn't matter the year. The situation that they're going through life or um, whether they don't even need to. Like they just need to take a break. We'll never call that person unhealthy, and we'll never say that's a vice because Ooh. because it's good for you. It's beneficial. Think about it. You could work out. My vice is the gym. You could work out. It could be a gym. But but when you go to the doctor and the doctor's saying, look, your joints are really like they're under a lot of pressure. Like you need to like take a break from working out or you need to decrease the amount of times you're working out. Right. It's the relationship you have with things. That's what people don't understand. Right. You can. Your your vice could definitely be the gym. Your vice could definitely be. It could be anything healthy. It could be writing. It could be anything that doesn't allow you to be present is a vice. That's what a vice is. It gets you an escape. Is that a definition? A vice is just something that that you can't. Definition of a vice. Thank you. Let's see if I was close. All Siri says is as, shut up, as a substitute for. As a substitute for. Immoral or wicked behavior is the noun. So listen to what I I said. I think it's like it's just like wrapped around like a negative tone because like, you know, because of drugs. Because that, exactly. Okay, but what I wanted to get at, all right, yeah. There's people that are out there doing drugs, and yeah, it's affecting their mindset. I agree. There's people out there. But let's talk to the people that need the solution for yeah. self-love, you know, that are, have they do have healthy habits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There I think isn't. one of the biggest fucking downfalls. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I think one of the biggest downfalls is comparison. Many mm-hmm. people yeah. compare themselves to other people, and that's why they don't love themselves, because there's always a fucking comparison. Yeah. There's always, oh, you know, that group of people want want the fucking fit fucking dude, right? Why am I a scrawny piece of shit? I need to be like that dude because everyone loves that dude, right? right? But fuck all that. You need to co- stop comparing yourself to the person next to you and start comparing yourself to the person looking at yourself in the mirror. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Stop yeah. comparing yourself to, to what you want to be in fucking 10 years and start comparing yourself to how you were last yeah, week. Yeah, but that's easy for or somebody. a few months ago. I was going to say, easy yeah, it's, for much easier, to say. it's much easier said but than But maybe done. we need a motherfucking reminder. So, like, I hear that. Right, because ask everybody listening can ask themselves, how are they doing today compared to a few years ago? And I guarantee we're all doing a little bit better. Of course, you would hope so because, not honestly, I'm a uh, I'm gonna push back on that. Right? You want to know why I'm gonna push back? Because you're 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 saying that based on where you are in situation, you could be better, maybe from a lifestyle standpoint, but from a perspective of life. And in general, how things are maneuvering and how you, you could not have moved a, a wink. So my example, like I told you in the car, right? You could have a situation where life hits you, right? And you had to literally stop growing because whether whether that is you you had a kid or you had a tremendous life event, whatever that may be, right? You stopped growing. Now, all things to the measure, right? You could say, hey, I have my kid, my kid is thriving, or I'm in a bigger house, um, I'm married, I'm doing all these things. And I have nothing against people who have who have accomplished some of these life events, right? 
good, more power to you. But the moment you stop pouring into yourself because you're either in a relationship, and I mean a relationship as in a marriage or a long-term relationship, or that you got pregnant and you have a kid, or even the fact that like you you down bad, you had to file bankruptcy, and you had all these things, the moment you stop growing, and I mean investing and developing your mental so that you have the probably the most valuable asset in this country, which is knowledge, you in the same spot. I don't care if you're 30, you could still be 21. So I'm saying mentally, you didn't progress. In life, sure. Why not? Because I'm honestly, I'll be the first person to say you could literally be living the same way. And as long as things are going well, you can be in a better position in three years. Isn't that crazy? So what's the best solution you can give to someone to, so like, to, it's, to well, tell them be, to love themselves? I don't think there is a solution. If Silas was here as his friend, I think he'd be like, Listen, man, we got we to gotta take our trauma. We got to take our trauma, and we got we to gotta make fun of it, man. We got to make jokes about it, man. Of course. Like, everything's so serious, man. Oh, well, yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> um, I just think it's, I don't know, it's hard for people to start loving themselves when they've hated themselves for so long. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long term, like, it's an ongoing battle. But imagine, um, imagine going through that and then wholeheartedly, confidently being able to tell yourself, like, I do love myself after oh, so many I mean, years yeah, like, of hating yourself. I do that. You know. you know, like we, it, it's, it's, it's great now, but it took me years to get to this point to confidently say on this podcast yeah, that I am that bitch. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. And the way you yeah. even say it, it's not no, like, you know how people be like, I am good looking. Yeah. I am good looking. Yeah. And then yeah. you'd be like, yeah, I'm good looking. Yeah. You know, it's different. Right. right? Exactly. There's you, modesty behind yeah, it. Yeah. There's, thank you. It's all right? about being modest. Yeah. And um, I was, go ahead, Gabby. No, 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 no. But like. I don't know. I don't think there's necessarily a solution. I think going going back to what you said, like you just got to, you know, you have to try to stop comparing yourself to other people. You have to stop trying to seek so much approval from other people. Like that's something that I struggle with. Like that's my biggest opportunity just as an individual is like I'm constantly like trying to seek out approval from others. And like I want to be liked so bad by all these people. When in reality, what does it matter if like all these people like me? I like me. I love me, you know? Yeah. And, and, Shout out to Max. He always stresses the little things yeah. in life. You know what I'm saying? So everyone's situation is different. Correct. Everyone, everyone's 100. chemistry is different. Yeah. You know, everyone's trying to progress in a different way if they, don't, if they don't love themselves. So all I'm saying is, in the words of Max, appreciate the little things and focus on your small wins. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be, focus on your tiny wins. If it means nothing to the great scheme of things, that little win means something to you because you're going to add a little little tiny sprinkle of sugar to your coffee. You keep adding those little tiny sprinkles, all of a sudden that shit going to get real sweet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's a hard bar. That's a yeah. hard bar. Let me talk about my small win for a second, though. Like, I was, <laughs> listen, I was like depressy for a minute. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go to the gym. Mm. And then I got myself a pair of roller skates. And I went on, I skated yesterday Thanks. for a little bit. And I just like made it down my driveway. My driveway's a little bit on an incline. Mm -hmm. And I went down the whole driveway and I didn't bust my ass. <laughs> I didn't bust my ass at all yesterday. So small wins. Hell yeah. You know, no, I finally, yeah, I finally yeah. got out and like, you know, I'm enjoying the fresh air. Hell yeah. That's, not, those you know, small wins depressing. give you a, li a little tiny bit of endorphins yeah. in your brain. And I, Serotonin I, just. Yeah. I'll say this. I'm usually a pretty upbeat guy, right? But my my happiness and my joy has gone up. Since I started celebrating my small victories, and I'm being dead ass serious. Facts. Like I like the moral behind this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was for a time I was struggling. Like last year, right? I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with all these podcasts. Life was hitting me, da da da. But then I said, let me just take it one day at a time, right? Um, 
and then everything started building like my job started progressing right like i found a new crew right and then next thing you know it like i just started just being happy right unbeknownst to me but i just made it simple on myself i was like i'm gonna do small things right if i if that means like i do one thing right in that day that's the small victory so every day i was literally like oh i did that right i might have did all these things wrong but like i did that right like i knocked that shit out the park and then it started to build to now like i'd be looking at myself and i was just talking to one of my homegirls the other day and i was like i was like man i'm happy as fuck like I'm really like enjoying the fuck out of my life. Like I mm-hmm. and I said it. I was like, I love my life, right? And I and she was like, that should feel good to say, don't it? Oh yeah. And I was like, that's crazy because I didn't even think about it when I said it. I was just saying it, right? I was sending a text message, and then I read that shit, and I was like, yeah, nigga didn't come a long way from just the last eighteen months. I didn't come a long way, and I can say that, right? Because it's like the things that I used to feel so insecure about, right? which was just, like, things that, like, didn't mean shit, right? Like, where I am right now in life as a 27-year-old man. But it's, like, the shit you were saying. Even I get caught up in it. Even though I'd be so individualistic, i still be me. It's like, damn, I need to get to it. Like, I could be here. I could be here. I could be here, right? And I could, I know I could be doing this. I could, and I did all those things. And I was like, for what? And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, shit, I'm going faster than I ever thought I was. And that's just because I started celebrating the small wins, mm-hmm. right? So now I don't really rush. And the contentment and the the comfort and this, the confidence that I'm having, it's hard for people not to see it now, right? Like it radiates. So then I was like, yeah, I understand why I had to go through that shit. I had to go through it because now I'm looking back, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that shit, like you said, is sweeter, right? Like when I said that bar, and I was like, yo, I love my life. Niggas don't know what I've got going on in my life right mm-hmm. now. You can't even tell me what's going on in my life. But I'm telling you right now, I love my life. Whatever I'm doing right now, wholeheartedly to my depths, I'm not worrying about nothing. It's so easy to forget about your blessings, bro. Bro, like you know, a mug. Song go? My life be like, ooh, ah, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ah, yeah. And that's what, that's what it really is, right? So we talk about our shortcomings. Who the fuck said it's a shortcoming, right? Yeah. Honestly, if I was to look at it at like 2K or Madden board, bro, your shortcoming might be a 75 out of 100. That's that, is that bad? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at yourself like as a my player or a created player, which you are, right? Because two individuals created you, right? It's like, damn, chalk it up. Chalk it up because, like, it's a beautiful thing to realize that, like, no matter where you are in life, like, like you said, you're progressing, but, like, you're moving in a way that's, that is aligned with you. And that's probably what it was. I started looking at everything and how it felt, and I was like, this aligns to who I am as a person. But that's, like, what Gabby said, being aware. When you're aware, all that shit will flow. And that's when I had to start thinking. I was like, I was like, for the longest time, I was fighting. I was fighting, like, who I was, right? And I, when I say that, I'm like, you try to be all these things that people try to dictate. That's why labels sometimes are good and bad, right? Ooh, we could talk about that. Yeah, you we know what I'm saying? We could talk about that. We could talk about why we have trouble with oh, the self-love. Of course. Because I will say, 
my shit derived on the approval of others for a long time. Of course. And it wasn't until I practiced the subtle art of not giving a fuck anymore and Give really focusing on what I need. That's why I've tried to you. know, you. and really start focusing I on how to that I on, feel on, about on shit. YouTube, that book. <laughs> the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Is when I realized, bro, reflecting on myself in the past, bro, and, and, and dude, stressing so much about the, the people's gratification looking towards me, bro. Come on, man. That shit is whack. Whack. Bro. That shit is whack. Played. But sometimes, bro, it's it's it could be the approval of your big brother. Yeah. It could be the approval of your best friend. It could be the approval of someone you really fucking love. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you that shit is whack. Yeah. No, and see, your, yours is different than mine because it wasn't approval. Mine was like the perception and the expectation, the expectation that right. everybody had of me. Right. Same thing, same category. Of course. You know it's saying? the same thing, right? Because yeah. I was like, I was like, why you why do I have to be who you tell me to be? Like, what the fuck is this? And that's why I really started struggling because it was like I every- feel like a lot of people could relate to this because you could relate to it on a on a educational and business level. Of course. You know, like, oh, we got to get this degree and we got to get this yeah. desk job and we got to make six figures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For what? Just so you could say you do that and feel good at the barbecue conversation? That shit don't do nothing to you. Ooh. You that, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit don't do nothing for you, bro. How many family barbecues do you go to and you feel awkward when they ask you like, like oh, hey, what are you doing? You know, so what school did you go to? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what, do, what do you major in? That's why I don't what? even... I never knew, I never held no weight in the degree or the job I had because at the end of the we day... We need to normalize asking motherfuckers what they do for fun. Yeah. We need to normalize asking motherfuckers what they do. Or how are you doing? How are you how? enjoying? Yeah, yeah, but, but also that question, a lot of people don't always answer truthfully because if I'm having a shitty day and somebody asks me how I'm doing, I'm not going to be like, dude, I'm having a shitty fucking day. All right, I stepped in dog shit. I fucking rear-ended someone because okay, so, I ran a red so that, light. Then so you know how you someone... ask that? You just say, Hi, how's life? I was going to say... How's life? You think that's... Broader scale. Ninety percent of people are gonna say it's good. Okay. But I, if someone like out of, you know, comes out to you, hey man, how you feeling? Like have you ever had somebody ask you like just randomly, like, you know, I think it was you that pointed it out to me the one time because you I think you asked people how you feeling. Yeah. Like you, you know, just like cause it's do. not just like, hey, how are you? Like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how you feeling? I, I totally understand. And I think I'm one of the crazy people that will tell them I am having a shitty day. But I think there needs to be a different approach. Like, if you know someone a little bit, you could be like, hey, bro, something's off. You know, how you doing? You, you don't know? even have to do that. I mean, yes, I agree with you. But, Eric, so many times, like, we forget that we're human beings. And then, like, when you do that, you're negating the fact that, like, part of being human is connection. So me asking you how you feel without knowing you is just that simple, right? You could tell me good, bad, ugly, it's not going to affect me because at the end of the day, who's to say I'm that person that if you get it off your chest, you feel better? No doubt. And that's my no thinking. Doubt. That's why I've always asked that question. Because when I started realizing, like, when people asked me, like, how 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 you doing or, like, stuff like that, and I'm like, I'm, I mean, that's a dumb question because it's loaded, right? But if I asked you how you feel, how you feel? You could be like, well, I mean, I feel all right. I'd be like, okay, I mean, why just all right? Or you could say, how do you really feel? What? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying the majority of people will just take that question as a regular greeting. Yeah. And say, I'm good. How are you? You know, just be straight to it. Like, like it's a, like it's a normal, hi, hello. I'll be like, you know? I'm okay. Or I'll be, I'm, 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 I'll, you know, when I, when I used to, I'm, I'm decent. You know what I mean? I'll be like, no, I'm decent. I'll be like, life is good. Like, I can't complain. I'm, life I'm, is good. Yeah, you know, you what, know what I mean? <laughs> life is good. What my man Future say, life is good. I, I'm I'm, enjoying, you know? Yeah. I think it's just for me, I, I, I value transparency so much. And 
we're talking about a subject that like a lot of people talk about, but they talk about it from the standpoint of how you need to do how how do you recharge yourself, right? Like I I self love myself, so I do these things for myself, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. But also loving yourself means that like you have shortcomings, you accept them, and you figure out a way to improve them. You don't have to put all your attention to being like, oh, these need to be my strengths. That's why I always thought it was so crazy when athletes said that, right? They're like, I'm going to make my biggest my biggest weakness my strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, that works in one type of arena, and that's athletics. But in life, if you continue to always focus on your weaknesses and not work on your strengths, your ass mm-hmm. is going to fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be a it has to be a balance, right? Like, because that's what the world want to do, man. That's why teamwork is so so impressive, right? You know what I'm saying. But teamwork done the right way because we all have our strengths, and, and that's we what I've weaknesses. And but that, sometimes my weakness could be your strength or correct. Gabby's strength, and that's what I'm trying to say. It's the compass. It's the overlapping, right? But damn, I suck at sending emails, Gabby. But I need this sent to Deji. Can you please send this to Deji? Yeah, you know, and, and that's then how it works. all of a sudden we're teamwork. And oh, you'd be like, gonna be like, Eric, I suck at editing this podcast. Can you edit this podcast? Yeah, or you yeah, could, you could be like, oh, Deji, I'm as not long that, as you send that email, I'm not great at networking. I'm not great at networking. Do you mind handling this so we can get this deal? And I'd be like, yeah, why not? Because at the end of the day, it's me realizing, and this is what I want. the The change started to happen for me when I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start leaning into. All my strengths. No matter what, instead of always focusing on the negative and what I need to do and what I ought to do, man, bump that. I know exactly what I need to do and I need to start leaning in and focusing on my strengths. And that's it. So we focus on our strengths and we love ourselves. Yeah. We stay conscious of our weaknesses and we improve ourselves. Of course. Communication is key because sometimes that gets the weight off our shoulders. Oh, definitely. What else? Little wins. Little wins, cause that, that shit, little little bit of sugar might not do too much, but you keep sprinkling that motherfucker, you are gonna get the coffee sweet. I like to say it like this: if you celebrate the little wins, you learn how to celebrate. So when you get a big win, you don't know how to celebrate that shit. X correctly. Stop comparing yourself to the wrong things. Compare yourself to yourself. Say no competition. It never has been. This is a game of growth. But let's remember: every day we get better. It's about self love. At the end of the day, no matter what you're going through. In the words of my mother, RuPaul. If you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can uh, I get an amen? Amen. And the choir said amen. Hallelujah. I think that's a good way to end this. Yeah, I need to get a pedicure. I'm do you have a deji? Do. Oh, my God. Don't even talk to me about a pedicure. Do I have a deji ask? Do you have a deji ask? Yes, I do. Um, great, great, great timing. Um, what do you think the strongest muscle is on the human body? Your tongue. Your tongue. That's why y'all said that statistically quick, speaking. That's why every, it's, it's that's why everybody loves uh, oral oral sexual activity. That's crazy. You think so? Hold on, hold on. Let's Google it. It's the tongue, bro. It's, it's a the fact. Tongue. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have another question. That's right. <laughs> great. Y'all not gonna stomp me, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> also, like, look at like how fast your tongue heals itself. Uh huh. I think it, it's strength based. Also, upon I think a vagina is really really. You strong. are both wrong. What is it? You say quadriceps, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. The strongest muscle it's based on its weight is the master masseter, M A S S E T E R. What is that? What is the strongest muscle in the human body? What is it? That's a good question. This is the Watch library of tongue. Library of Congress. <laughs> external masseter. It's the external muscle of the eye. Is that what it's saying? No, strongest muscle based on weight 
based on its weight is the mast or er, with based all the, on its weight with all the muscles of the jaw working together it can close the teeth ah with a force as great as 55 pounds on the incis incisors or 200 incisors incisors or 200 pounds well, on the molars our jaws yeah your jaws oh we're close we're close, Gabby. Yeah. No, you're we're not. We're freaks, and we were thinking, oh, da, 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 da. okay. So now I'll go. I'll go down freaky that. No freaky. Because I was trying to get to a thing, but I thought it was going to be tongue, but now it's okay. So what is um what is your sex song? <sighs> hey Alexa, play Brent Faya Sun Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he dropped a new tape. It was decent. Oh, that's just fire, low key. It was decent. I, hey, my favorite song. I don't want nobody to say shit about this. Okay. My favorite song on the album is called Rolling Stone. I don't want nobody to say shit. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful song. Yeah. When I tell Alexa to play Brett Fire, she's like, oh, shit. Okay. I'll turn around. Okay. Um, mine will forever be Come Get It by Tink. Come Get It by Tink. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mine is uh, Pussy is Mine by Miguel. Okay. Now, what has been the best song you've ever had sex to? You see, you have to think a lot about it. I mean, that's not... The, yeah, I I'm over here cycling through my activities. Yeah, right? I've had a couple. I think it was like... <laughs> it was a reggaeton song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mine was Beyonce. What's the song? Lil Dirk. He's like, started with niggas and niggas ain't right. No, yeah, yeah, niggas ain't right. No homo on when I keep on posing, nigga, I'm just that type. Who's that when you're sleeping at night? Anyways. Was, was this recent? Oh, no, this is a long time ago, but I remember I, I, re I recorded a video and I was putting in work when that song was in the background. Some That drill shit just get me going. Like, I'm no, destroying. I've, when I've, when I've, that, I've had sex to Chief Keef, so I, I, I get it. It's a different energy. Yeah. It's definitely a different energy. Honestly, wild times. I <laughs> Wild times. We don't need to stop. Yabby, how about you? I don't, I don't really know. Mine was, I don't know. Mine was uh, Rocket by Beyonce. That was a, that was a time. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, fellas, love yourself and uh, find the song to fuck to. We're out of here. You didn't let me say keep it lovely. Oh, say it. I didn't stop recording. Oh, keep it lovely royalty. I mean, yeah, keep it lovely royalty. This is the Burby Kingdom. Y'all tune into our next episode where we talk about something. <laughs> X. Yo, Silas, hit him with a piece. <laughs>